He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> I'm sorry, but the touch-up, the lighting is not going to get rid of a lump on your face. But are you sure? Look, I have gray hairs coming in. You don't see me freaking out. Okay, just hit record. It's recording. Oh, shit. Hi. Hi. We don't even know what we're talking about right now. We're doing the news. Okay. Oh, boy. Are we a mess today? <laughs> Hi. How you doing? I'd also like to thank, take a moment and thank all of our listeners that complimented my purple lips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I'm telling you, when I was editing the video for it, I don't know how I felt about it. Uh, well, we got some compliments, that's for sure. Right. Yeah, see, look, now you're checking the touch-up because you don't think we are touched. I don't think we're touched up. <laughs> um, are you kidding us? <laughs> okay, I'll speak for myself. Flawless. I thought you were going to thank all our lovely listeners that voted for us in a Faces magazine. Oh, I keep forgetting about Faces magazine. Please go and vote for us. We really appreciate it, and it means a lot to us. You can find us in the uh, cutest dog photo category, which right. is a real category. Right. Is it? Yes, there's a category for everything. Um, but we're not hating on it. No. And also, we do really want to win, so we're nominated for two categories, Best yes. Podcast and Best Interview Podcast. Mm -hmm. And we would love to at least win one of those because I have the plaque from last year and Jesse yes. is plaqueless. Well, other than his own personal plaque. Yes. But he doesn't have a messy podcast plaque. So let's do it for Jesse. Please. Since I know that's who everyone listens to. Oh, look at those fishing for compliments. I agree with her, yes, because the plaques are very nice. So uh, you can find us under both podcast categories in the media section and me in basically every other category. So thank you for your votes. And including cutest <laughs> dog pic. No, I'm not in that one. I'm so mad. <laughs> You're the biggest bitch I know. Oh, yeah, back at you, girlfriend. <laughs> Blast the Radio is also nominated for Best Radio yes. Station. And, you know, radio is changing. It's going more online. So it's nice to see things like that get yeah. recognized, too. They don't have to go, if you have an online radio station, you don't have to go by all the like lame-ass rules that other radio has to go by, like CanCon. Yeah. You can play the Canadian content that you want to play because it's good, not just because you have to. And if you're listening to us on BTR right now, get this. Shit, fuck, damn. Oh, and I didn't lose my job. Vagina. <laughs> oh, you had a good weekend? I yeah. did have a good weekend. Mm -hmm. I spent it with um, your new lover. My new lover, yes. It's past a lover now. You can't call yeah. him a lover anymore. I just don't think you can be a lover in COVID days. You either have to commit or not. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we played. We did have some fun though, and I'm telling like couples to do this. I'm not okay, but it was. Um, <laughs> he is fortunate enough to have like a large basement. So yeah. this is not innuendo, by the way. Um, <laughs> And he has a ping pong table. We played strip ping pong. Oh. Just the two of us. Spicing it up already. Yeah. It was really fun. So how did it work? So if you if you miss. So you play a game, and if you lose the game, you have to take a piece of clothing off. Okay. And I think the games went up to 11. Yes. Who won? He did. Of course. <laughs> what was the first piece of clothing you removed? Sock. Oh, come on. It was. I'm not joking. And then the other song? Yeah. Oh, come on. That's and then the do. shirt went off first. Okay. I was going to say, like, that's, that's how you know how horny you are if, like, first thing off is the panties. Right? <laughs> shirt right away. Yeah, right away. No, what did I do? I went socks off first, shirt off, then pants. No, bra first, and then pants. 
Oh, so you were out there tit swinging. Well, I was hoping that the swinging titties would distract him and he would lose. It didn't work? No. But so you had to hit ping pongs with your boobs flying all over the place? That must um, have been. Jesse, you've seen my chest. No, I know I'm ginormous tits. No, your, pecs, your pecs probably <laughs> jiggle more than my boobs do. Well, I was just going to say, mine jiggle. So I know yours jiggle a little. Look, I'm jiggling them. We're jiggling them right now. They don't jiggle that much. They vibrate instead. <laughs> Subscribe to our YouTube channel, <laughs> youtube.com slash Jesse Jenna. I know okay. it's a weird URL, but we had to choose a weird one. Right. I don't know. They made us. Okay. Where were we? Boobs. No, we're talking about ping pong and yeah. boobs, but yeah. What did he take off? Did he go totally naked or he had- No, I think I got him down to like his- Boxers? A shirt with boxers on. Oh God. I know. I lost miserably. I'm sure he was willing to remove the boxers. <laughs> I did it on purpose. I'm sure you did. I'm a master ping pong player. Didn't you know that? I actually believe you. <laughs> not no but you're very athletic and very yeah. competitive so uh i'm surprised you didn't win well i play tennis too but ping pong and tennis are not the same they do are not played the same you don't swing the same so i kept like going to like smash it but then i would miss the whole table okay yeah so i have to work on my ping pong skills tennis is the one with like the brooms you shuffle along the puck on the ice right you gotta be fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. I was really nervous there. You're a good actor. Thank you. Thank you. No, you're just so willing to believe how stupid I am when it comes to sports. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna argue with that one. Oh God. Right, we got quite a few stories today, don't we? Yeah. I've got one, two, three, four, five. Oh my God. No, four. I don't know. Let's just get to them. Shall we? We shall. All right. Some people checked out a haunted house and found a body in the freezer. Like a real body? Yeah. Oh, awesome. I, okay. I have a personal story about this. Well, wait. For your personal story. No, I'm going to give you the real story, then my personal Remember story. Remember, there's <laughs> the, that haunted house that we talked about that, that you have to sign a waiver that you could die yes, and shit. right. Like, is it one of those houses? No, no, no. This is like a real, on the block, you have that creepy, broken down house that, you know, you hear stories about, and some kids broke in. Like, Did you have one of those houses in your neighborhood? I had a house with a pervert. Oh, was he a real pervert? Uh, Chester the molester. That's what we called him. Hi, Chris. And he was a pervert. Yeah. Oh, gross. Yeah. That's just frightening. Yeah, he was PB. He used to stand naked in his window. Oh. While kids walked home from school. But did you guys secretly love it? You're like, oh my God, let's no. go. <laughs> Chester the molester was not attractive. Close your eyes right now and picture who Chester the molester would look like. I'm picturing hi, Chris from Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back no. to the body. Okay. Yeah. No, yes. he was not attractive. He had a big, huge red nose. Oh, he was really old gross. And, yeah. So it was like, it looked like a bird in a nest anyway. It was a real <laughs> bird. in a nest. You know, we had a house. Uh, we all thought it was a witch that lived there. It was an old little old lady. And we were so Aww. mean to her. And we would go ring and ding dong ditch is what the kids call it these days. We called it Nikki Nikki Nine Nikki Nine Doors. Yeah. yeah. And we were just mean to her, but... Uh, you know that she could have been a witch. You know, Nikki Nikki Nine Doors, or what? What'd you call it? Dip, ding dong ditch. Ding dong ditch. That doesn't work anymore. You want to know why? Why? Because when someone rings your front door that you're not expecting, nobody answers the front <laughs> door. Everyone hides and pretends they're not home. It's true. You're not ex expecting a visitor or an Amazon package. You ain't answering that door. So Nikki so Nikki true. Nine Doors is it's pointless. That's a good point. Nothing can send me into hiding faster than the doorbell going off. Right. I dive into the bathroom, lights off. I remember being a really young kid and it would be like in the middle of the day and you're at home with mom and you know, all of a sudden there's a knock on the door and she kind of looks out and then goes, shh, shh, yeah. get down, get down, go, hide, hide, don't say anything, don't move. And it was always Jehovah Witnesses at the door. Oh, 
for me, it was debt collectors, but you know, <laughs> whatever. Oh, different worlds we came yeah, from. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, in university, I lived in an apartment and I had a bunch of friends over and a Jehovah Witness came to the door. And so I did exactly what my mom did when I was little. Hide, hide, everyone hide. Don't say anything. Just let them go. I don't want to be rude. No. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, I'd rather them just think no one's home. So everyone's hiding. And then my friend, Lynn Rankin. Yes, I'm going to say her name. <laughs> she goes and opens the door. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, standing behind. I'm like, listen, what are you doing? What are you doing? <gasps> and she's like, she's like, hey, Earl. Hey, Earl, go get the hose. And it's like, and then my other friend started making like animal noises. Like, yeah, She's like, I told you to stop touching that animal like that. <laughs> it was quite funny. That reminds me of that. Miss, that's probably where she got it, Mrs. Doubtfire, remember? Oh, like, maybe. Don't make me get the hose. Yeah, yeah. Well, that part, yeah. But wow. I remember she was like, yeah, bestiality, I'm sure, is not accepted <laughs> in Jehovah. I hope not. Religion. My older sister Jasmine got in big trouble one time because she heard them out and she accepted the pamphlet. And I remember my parents were Are like- Are you not supposed to accept a pamphlet? Oh, apparently not. My mom was like, "Like, how well, why would you accept this? They're going to be back now. They're going to think you're interested. She was like, I'm just trying to Maybe be polite. Maybe she was interested. Maybe. I don't know. She was just trying to be polite. She's a cancer like you. So you guys just want everyone to like you. <laughs> really, hey? She is a cancer like you, yeah. I'm surrounded by them. Okay, here we go. So th they, these kids go to a haunted house. Um, on Sunday, <laughs> eight people in Norway, South Carolina, decided to go into an abandoned haunted house. First of all, what are eight people doing hanging out? It's coronavirus. It's also the U.S. Oh, yeah, they don't care. And isn't it funny in the U.S. everyone's talking about these riots. Nobody, even if you go on CNN, no one's talking about the virus anymore. It's all about Trump and it's, like, they're a mess down there. Anyway, I digress. One of these kids was an 18-year-old man who spotted a freezer on the back porch. And when he opened it, there was a dead body inside. Dun, dun, dun. And not just a fresh dead body. It was a mummified? Yes, decomposed. So what do you think they did? Mm. Called the cops. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna say. I hope they did something else, like more creative with it. You know, like end up Bernie's. Maybe if it was fresh. Check it out to the bar. This must have stunk. But here's where this story gets weird. Uh, the cops <laughs> showed up. Gotten weird already. Well, yeah. But the cops showed up, told the kids to go home or whatever. Next day, house burned down. House burned down. So the cops were able to take the body into the morgue or whatever to do their, but somebody burned this house down. So this house was occupied. Someone lived there. No, it was a broken down, like abandoned Old, haunted house. Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, what if the person that was living there was like a doctor or uh, worked in a morgue or something and brought its work oh. home? Whoa. Well, you know what gave me chills thinking about this? A cadaver. I would think it would be a cadaver. But not in a free. Oh, in a freezer. Well, what else are you gonna do? Not freeze it and just have it like turn to mush. Well, you wonder was this body in the freezer from when this home was occupied? And like, as long as you keep the freezer plugged in and running, that body's not gonna. So the cops will easily be able to trace who it's connected to because in order to keep something running, what do you need? Hydro. Electricity. Yes. And in order to get electricity, what do you need? Someone to have an account. So they can trace it back to that. But what freaked me out I about this? Yeah, well, you kind of are. You can pick those wines out like nobody's business, girl. I can smell the cheap mm -hmm. ones, that's for sure. Okay, here's what scared me. The next morning it burned down. So was the killer or somebody in the bushes watching these kids investigate the house and knew that there was evidence in there and had to burn it down? How would it be the next but morning? if police got called to the scene, the kids <gasps> called and were like, oh my God, there's a dead body. And yeah. they come in and they see the dead body, right away they're going to take all their evidence. 
They're not going to like close it down for a day and then come back the next day and be like, okay, now it's time to take fingerprints and shit. But who knows? It's weird. Or what if it was or a dirty cop? Or there was more evidence or there was a secret buried beneath that home or something. Like another something body. the walls. Ooh, ooh, I got chills again. Yeah, where was this? Denmark? North Carolina. North Denmark? South Carolina. South Carolina. Did wow. you live there? No. No, no um, but it's a beautiful state. Well, not if there's a dead body in the freezer. Yeah, I've been to Charleston and it's very lovely. But I just, that freaked me out. Could you imagine? I've never found a dead body. Have you? No. no, but my mom did. Did she? Did I tell you this? No, go. My uncle did too. You first. Um, so where I grew up, I lived right like a block away from a canyon, like a giant sprawling rainforest canyon. I loved it. It's where I played. My mom, everyone jogs in there. Yeah. My mom was jogging in the morning with her friend and all of a sudden this woman comes sprinting with her dog and <gasps> it's just like stark white and it's just and my mom being a nurse is like oh my gosh are you okay like is everything all right and she was like oh my god oh my god I th- there's a dead body and my mom's like okay so they go and what had happened it was floating in the water <gasps> in the canyon there's obviously lots of cliffs waterfalls rapids all that um i guess what had happened is and it looked what like had happened it, what had happened <laughs> uh so when my mom looked in the water it looks like a man and he was face down with what looked like a bag next to him. (gasps) And what happened was when they pulled the body out, um, it wasn't just him. It was his daughter too. Oh! And what, uh, what they found out, because they found a camera too, is that she went to go, they climbed out of bounds. And this is why you never go out of bounds. People climbed out of bounds to take a picture by the cliff. (gasps) And the little daughter fell back. And I guess they guessed that he went to go grab her and he fell as well. Oh, that's so sad. I know. know. Ew, and imagine finding it in the water. He'd be all bloated up and stuff. Well, no, because this is like glacier, running water. And they're just happy to find that body. I had a friend that passed away, unfortunately, in that same canyon. He was cliff jumping. The undertow took him down. They didn't find his body for like five days. Oh, then he'd be blown. Yeah, like a mile down. Oh, that's yeah. awful. So my story is my uncle Gary, this was years and years ago, was driving Gary? on Yeah. Was driving on some highway. It doesn't matter. I get caught up in these details when I tell a story. It doesn't matter. He was driving. Anyway, him and his friend were on this remote highway. They saw a rolled up carpet on the side of the road, but his friend said, Hey, look at that. And they had, they saw blonde hair coming out of the end of the carpet. Well, they didn't know they saw blonde hair. So they pulled over to investigate. (gasps) Sure enough, they get closer. They see it's blonde ladies hair covered in blood. So they called the police. They didn't open the, Good. the thing. but Don't touch anything. If you ever find a dead body, yeah. don't touch it. So it turns out, obviously, it was a murder victim. But the reason it fucked my uncle up is because it was the exact same color as my mom's hair. So he said he kept picturing it. My mom, like, he was like... Whether her hair was blue, of course, it still would have fucked you up, right? But he was really messed up about that for a while. And it's like, you know, you don't know how these things are going to affect you. Right. So I went, that was probably one of these serial killer truckers we watch all these shows about through the, the roll off. Uh, big, smiley face killer. Yeah, something like that. Do you know who the smiley face killer is? But didn't he carve a smiley face? No, no, no. Oh. He used to write letters with smiley faces. Oh. And he was a trucker. And that was the hardest thing about trying to track him as a serial killer was because he was always in different yeah. states and different places. He had also went between Canada and the US all the time, too. So it's crazy. There's this new show that you would love. I may have already recommended it to you called Big Sky. It's on CTV Tuesday nights. No, I don't work for them, but it's a great show about serial killer truckers. Oh. It's like it's like a fictional drama, but like it's really, really juicy. So highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. All right, next. 
All right. Next story. Naked fugitive found in tree above crocodile infested waters yelling, I've been eating snails. Mm, with some butter and garlic <laughs> with a little bit of lemon on top. That's how it's go. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like he had that. Would you just pick up an Australian snail? And throw it back, Bobby. An Australian? Aren't Australian snails? Oh, like, are they big? Huge? I wondered that. Too. I just feel like they would be. Everything is big <laughs> in Australia. The spiders are bigger, the bugs are bigger, and more dangerous. I don't know. It's true. I, I hooked like up with snails. an Australian guy once. He was bigger. He was bigger. <laughs> I think he was also a meth addict. But anyway, side note. Okay, so two Australian crab fishermen made an entirely different catch on Sunday. Two buddies were out fishing in Darwin, Australia, when they heard someone calling for help from the mangroves. Crikey! Quote. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad, though. That's why I'm laughing. Your accent. Thank it's you. It's not that bad. So, quote. Well, I'm not going to do the whole quote because we heard this faint, like, ah, ah. I oh. said to me, mate, is that guy saying help? So we got a bit closer and said, crikey, I can see you. As the pair got closer to the wimpy voice, they saw it was a naked man perched on a thin tree branch above crocodile infested waters with crocs under the tree circling and snapping up at him. Could you imagine? Make sure you tuck it. That's when tucking would come in handy. Right, man? <laughs> yeah, seriously, call your local drag queen quick. The guy said, uh, the, the fisherman said the man was completely naked. He had cuts all over the home, swollen feet, and was Ooh. covered in mud. Now, the man's name is Luke, I can't pronounce it. You try to pronounce that. Voskrensky. Doesn't matter. The man's name was Luke. He told the approaching duo that he was on his way to a New Year's Eve party several days earlier and got lost. He said he survived the past week by eating snails. OMG. Oh, what did he drink for water? I guess well, snails have quite a bit of fluid. <laughs> the story's not over yet, so there's a surprise twist ending. But I wondered if they have fresh water in Australia. No. Like ponds there's even? An island. But like a crocodile pond. Wouldn't that be? I wouldn't drink any water. Like, would you drink water out of a... Like, it's a warm place. I like, I would never drink out of a lake in Florida. True. Why would I ever know? Well, the, okay, so wait. I don't want to drink out of a lake, period. So, so wait for the surprise ending, because I'm skeptical whether he was actually out for as long as he said he was. So the fishermen helped the man into their boat, gave him a beer. Hell yeah, that's <laughs> how Aussies do it. And this is a sign that maybe he wasn't as desperate, because if you're out in the bush in a tree for five days, you're going to want water, not a beer. Even us. Well, beer is mostly water anyways. I guess. Yeah, I guess at that point you drink anything. I don't know. If I was that thirsty and someone, and all they had was like an ice, like so cold, the beer had right. frost on the glass. You'd oh. take it back. Yeah. And I don't even drink beer. I don't even like <laughs> yeah, beer. Yeah, okay. But a frosty <laughs> bottled beer? Yeah. I deep throat that thing. That's how quickly <laughs> I would drink it. She is thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> So here he is drinking his beer. One of the fishermen gave him his shorts. The other fisherman said, quote, I felt bad I couldn't help, but I wasn't wearing any undies, so I couldn't give him my shorts. <laughs> Fair enough. So the he might eat his snail. <laughs> yeah, how hungry is he? The men brought the, uh, him back to town, called an ambulance, but they later found out the real reason he was lost when they went to go visit him in the hospital is... Uh, Quote, this is what he said. Okay, I messed that up. They were going to go visit him in the hospital, but they couldn't. And here's why. Quote, we were going to go visit him in the hospital, and my partner's a paramedic saying, he's in the hospital with handcuffs on and two cops standing by his bed. So we're like, maybe we won't go visit. 
So it turns out Mr. Luke from the tree was wanted on an arrest warrant for breaching bail over an armed robbery. He allegedly escaped house arrest days earlier after removing his ankle bracelet. And so he was wanted by cops, which is why he was So there was no New Year's Eve party after all. I would take house arrest over getting eaten by crocodiles. I (laughs) I just keep thinking about escargots now. Oh my God. I would fucking love escargots. Okay, here's our next challenge is going to be eating escargot with butter and lemon and salt and then you just eat a plain snail because i think what you like, like not cooked well it could be cooked but i think what you like is the butter and salt and lemon not necessarily right snail. because the escargots that you get at the keg taste just like the shrimp you get at the that's keg. what i'm saying right where are you going i'm just fixing our set oh uh, we've got technical difficulties here okay i'm going into the next story hey jenna are you feeling tense no. How about a, <laughs> Fuck you. I was trying to set up a story. <laughs> Have I been... Yes, I'm so tense. How about a snake massage? With a dick? <laughs> hey, I would take one of those too. No, these are real snakes. Woo! Okay. Scary. So some people hate snakes. Some people keep them as pets. Now you can get a snake massage if you live in Egypt. It's a big thing over there. Ooh. Oh, is that where they do that? That's how Cleopatra died, was a snake bite, remember? Really? I didn't know that. You don't know the story of Cleopatra? No, she remind killed me. killed herself with a poisonous snake? What a Or she got go. murdered with a poisonous snake. I feel like it's kind of up there. But yes, snakes are big in Egyptian. Was she real? Or she? Yes! Pre- oh, wow. All right. Wow, you don't know anything about... Uh, I, I, you know how I get in these zones where like I read something about something and then I nerd out like hardcore and she's one of them well it's like polygamy for example and okay. like the LDS church in Utah and everything the Jeff's family and stuff I like saw one show and I was like that's it I need to like get five books and I need to read about it just like Scientology oh I know Egyptian, about that Egyptian history was one of those things that I you should be Cleopatra for out. Halloween I, think I know you'd be I hot. Be with the cat eyes let's do that look I have natural cat that's eyes. what uh, yeah my eyes used to look like that when I was a kid Sorry, for people that aren't watching us, I'm slinting my eyes. Yeah, she's totally, but you're covered by the Asian uh, shield. <laughs> I we do should, need a facelift. So do I. Don't get me started on <laughs> double chin. I've noticed in pictures. Ugh. Okay. Maybe we should be, for Halloween, Cleopatra and I could be like, who's the guy with Mark the- Mark Anthony? King Tut. What? J-Lo's ex? Oh, God. Oh what? God. Oh, God. I love Mark Anthony's music, but it's not who you're talking about, is it? No, Mark Anthony, <laughs> like the- he was the was he King Tut? He was no, no, no. Well, it could be King different Tut. eras. It was her husband. Anyways, um, no, I'd rather be King Tut. Okay, let's so, save the history. Where was I? <laughs> let's save drunk history for later. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. There's a spa in Egypt that mixes oil with non-venomous snakes. Takes 30 minutes to give you a snake massage. It's not for everyone, but owner Safwat Sadiki. Thank you. Says in a video that snake massages can work wonders for those suffering from pain. Quote, yes. The use of snakes is a type of massage and it has two aims, physical and emotional. Physical aim is to improve blood circulation and mental stimulation. And the emotional aim is that it releases endorphins that help you feel good and regain confidence, blah, blah, blah. Snake poison, snake venom, I should say. Snake venom has been used in like ancient medicine forever. Really? The yes. venom? Yes. Well, this is non-venom, but yeah. Oh. This yeah. is just, they're non-venomous snakes, so they can't kill you even if they bite you. But also, I feel like, you know, like, I, I, again, it's not venom, but I've heard about, like, bee stings, for example. People, like, stinging themselves with bees every day to, like, help with some sort of chronic illness. That was before Maybe lip that's, fillers. Like, similar. 
Well, yeah, but this is this is just purely massage because snakes are strong, and you know I'm sure it would feel good. Okay, like, so say it again. Sorry, how do they massage you with a snake? They put oil, and then they essentially get the snakes to just slither all over you. The live snakes. Yeah, they just slither all over you, and it's like feels cool. Apparently, you know, it's like when someone has a really chubby dog, or even your dogs. So if I was to lie on my stomach, yeah, and they walked all over my back, I would enjoy that. Me too. I just don't see a snake like. They Pushing are strong. They have muscles. I need to know how big this snake is. Yeah, I don't know. It's non-venomous snakes, but... You know, they don't say it has anything to do with the size. It's how you use it. But in true. this situation, I think that maybe... We may see them soon because they are gaining popularity. Apparently, these already are a common thing in Brazil, Russia, Israel, and they're starting in the U.S. I can't see... Canadian health authorities allowing this. So do you remember? Or who would sign up for this? Right. Terrifying. Some people really like snakes. Oh, God. They're sexual beings. They're very sensual. Yeah. Snakes. Like snakes get I, so I like hot. a snake from a distance. Yeah, but like the way they move, they go. Sure. And I like they're a bit evil and mysterious, yeah. but. Yeah. Scary. I, I was saying something for that, though. Um, You're always saying something. I don't know. I was saying, you remember when. Oh, some oh, like the fish eating on your feet. Yes. Yeah. So when that became really popular, yeah, uh, people thought it was weird. Everyone was like, "Oh yeah," and then all these people tried to open it, but Health Canada was like, "Nah." You're right. We're strict. Here. So I don't think Health Canada will allow this. No, I don't think so either. They won't even allow rapid COVID testing. Right. Yeah. Right. So like. Uh, yeah, and I, I think you're right because there is one organization that is very against this. Can you guess? PETA. That's right. So here's what they said. I think you're, this is going to make you feel bad for the snakes. But PETA said, quote, snakes are sensitive living beings who experience fear and stress, just like all of us. However, they do not display fright and discomfort in the same ways that mammals do by flinching or pulling away or screaming. No, so, they get defensive and go. Well, okay. So this, well, let me finish the quote. So they said, uh, humans don't realize that constantly handling snakes causes them stress and leaves them prone to illness, just like when humans are constantly in a state of stress. But you're right. I thought the same thing. Wouldn't a snake pull away or say, fuck you? It wouldn't massage you if it was upset. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. So how much will this cost? Well, a snake massage will set you back about 100 Egyptian pounds or $8 Canadian. I will take five of them. <laughs> Uh, I would, I, you right now, and considering your dating life, you would pay $8 <laughs> to have any snake rub up on you. I would. Well, maybe not any. I think that's part of my problem is I'm quite picky. <laughs> I get a lot of offers, but it's never from the ones I want. You know what would be nice though, if it was like a boa constrictor, like, and kind of like just tensed and then released. Cause you know, that's what boa constrictors do. They yeah. constrict. Until you're, they, Until but they, they don't suffocate release. you. Yeah. But like. If it was not big enough that it could hurt you, but it would just like a big tight hug, like you know what? Yeah. You know, and so it would go around your arm and kind of constrict and then release. Oh, that would feel. That would really feel good. good. Snakes stink, though, don't they? I don't know. What do you think? I'm a snake expert. Well, I feel like your sister Jasmine would have had a snake <laughs> growing up. I've yeah, uh, uh, no, she didn't, but I could see it. I could totally see it. I think she has a snake tattoo. Yeah. And unmentionable places. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> gross. Ugh. Next story. Um, do you want to do one? No. Sure. Okay, yeah, you do one. I'm sick of reading. I haven't read these, so this will be yeah. interesting. You know how they say not to share eye makeup? Yeah, styes, gross, ew. Ew, it gets worse. Well, our next story is a PSA as to why you should never share earbuds or anything else that goes in your ears. Ugh. 
I which keep, is gross. I also keep my ears very clean. I know you're not supposed to use Q-tips, but I use them so all do the time. I. But I don't put them in too far. Me neither. Just, yeah. I just use them to get the wax out. But how many times have you seen people on the bus or in class? Oh, sharing. I've done it a million times. <clears throat> Actually, today I was listening to something that was funny, and I went and put it in Kevin's ear. Oh, we got his name. We got his name. Now he's a character on the show. In his ear. I, he's not a character yet. <laughs> I'm waiting for the ball to drop. You know when things are just going so well, and I'm like, okay, I'm just waiting for it to drop. So. Okay. Kevin. All right. So this is why you don't share anything that goes in your ears. A doctor in Vietnam said he found dozens of tiny shroom-like growths <laughs> around the eardrums of a patient who had complained of itchy, painful ears. Oh, my God. I get itchy ears all the time. You put picture miniature mushrooms growing in your ear. The reason. Here's the reason. Because at first, I'm like, okay, mushrooms in the ear, obviously... In order for mushrooms to grow, it needs to be a consistently humid atmosphere. And don't they grow in so shit? So you're not drying your ears out at all. Oh, that's No, just... they don't necessarily grow in shit. Oh, okay. Like, when you go to Vancouver, like, because it's a rainforest, everything has covered in mushrooms and fungus. Okay, okay. I think it just needs, like, a lot of dampness and, like, oh, a bit of dirt. So gross. Well, dampness and dirt in your ears. Yeah, there you go. The patient had been sharing ear hygiene equipment with his friends is why this happened. At first, these are obviously Jesse wrote this story out for himself. Yeah. At first, I'm like, was he sharing Q-tips? <laughs> but I think it was more like those nose cleaner. Oh, the vacuum yeah. one. So there's those like, things you've seen. Yeah. That suck the wax out of your ear. The doctor recorded footage of the shroomy blooms via an endoscope. <laughs> and they really do look like little mushrooms. He removed the mushrooms and said that the patient should recover within a few days. Isn't that disgusting? It's called automycosis oh good job automycosis that's one of the easier like or would you, or is the c silent automyosis no. mysosis if it's, it would be a c and an s <laughs> okay automycosis and can be caused by swimming in tropical areas remember when that, that guy got that oh thing up his dick yeah don't swim in tropical yeah. waters it's more common in people with diabetes or certain other conditions uh the patient in vietnam found out bacteria and funguses can also spread by sharing stuff that goes inside your ears oh this is so disgusting to me. For me, one of the grossest things. I don't things, find this out more gross. Oh, earwax and like ear stuff? Yeah. It's not what ear mushrooms. I don't oh. know why I don't find it gross. I usually find things like this gross. Oh, you're so disgusting. You know why? It's because I've been buying these mushrooms from the store lately. Oh. <laughs> They're Asian mushrooms and they come with very long, very tiny stems. Like if you were to touch, cut. Uh, cut the little heads off the stems would look like noodles like very thin thin okay. tiny noodles and they're really good and i don't know why but when you were i was reading that story i pictured that is what he had <laughs> ew it's probably no wonder you don't want to believe this is gross because you just bought vietnamese mushrooms <laughs> this is where this guy lived i think that's so just i just think it's so gross like that sort of stuff like sharing things have you ever had your ear like candles or anything not candled but i did have ear problems as a kid i had tubes and everything so i've had to have the wax one of like, those you know when they shoot water in and all the wax comes out <clears throat> disgusting it's like a neti pot before your ears yes yeah. yeah and it hurt like a mother but i've never tried the candling thing i've wanted to do that rosie o'donnell used to talk about that on her talk show all the time yeah have you done it no we should do that on facebook live i think you need it done by a professional oh no. All, right. All right. No, wait, one more, one more. It's a quick one. It's a okay, quick one. Because I have to pee soon. Okay, ready? There's a whole generation growing up who are going to be super disappointed when they find out that sex isn't all threesomes and surprise blend we encounter. Before you start with that, though, <laughs> do you know what's crazy? Is if you were born with the first number of your uh, year of birth is a one, 
you're automatically over the age of drinking, drinking age. But aren't we all 19 something? No. So like oh! 1999s are now legal drinking age. Wow. So I was watching a TikTok video and this girl was like pretending and the bouncer was like, can I see your ID? And she was like, oh, sure. It's in my wallet. Can you see? He's like, it's okay. I see this one. <gasps> wow. We're so old. But you know what? I 2002s are even legal now. Mm. Yeah. Because it's 2021. No. 19. Oh, you just don't want to. <laughs> okay. Let's just live with what you said. Okay, so kids, you know, they got to learn about sex sometime. And uh, according to a new study, young people don't learn about sex from the birds and the bees anymore, not from their parents, not even from their teacher. Porn. You got it, baby. Which is the worst, worst representation yeah. of what sex should be. You've talked be. about this for years. Yes, this is why sex now is like a methodical thing. It's like, because this is what everyone sees in porn. That's it. Start with rubbing, then to oral, then to sex, and then to something. But that's what it's been like. like yeah. And I, and I feel bad for the girls more than anything, because as you pointed out, girls are often more objectified. So it's like, you know, young guys might think, oh, she's got to give me head. Well, no, boys, you can give her head first. I know. You know what I'm saying? I do 100% know what you're saying. So uh, here's what the study said. The top source for people 18 to 24 years old to learn about sex is porn. The rest of the top six are their partner parents friends the media and finally at the bottom their family doctor what? this is why we need to talk about sex with young people yeah is so that they don't get their education from porn because that's when your son is gonna have his first sexual encounter with a girl and try to choke her and pull her hair you got it and here's the problem with that's it. why she doesn't they don't that's why young boys don't know about consent and why consent's so hard to teach is because in those porns there's no consent. No one is being like, are you okay with well, this? When they do weird things, yeah. like when they go and like, not weird things, I shouldn't say weird, that's a horrible word, but when the, like the positions change up or sure. something where you go from one activity to another, yeah. they're not being like, are you good with this? Is it okay? And not yeah. like that happens in real life. You usually pick up on physical cues, well, but. It's not real life because she's getting paid to be there. So, you know, here's exactly why it's problematic because the stats also found that men or young men learn from porn and women trust their first few partners to teach them. So if the guys are learning from porn and the girls trust their partners, young women are raised to think it's normal to. And if the young women are also watching the porn, they think it's normal. Right. And it's, and yeah. Porn normalizes like, and don't get me wrong. I love porn just as much as the other person. <laughs> not, girls do watch it. See, I'm not hating on fucking porn, but porn is not, for educational purposes. No. You know, and... I mean, it can give you a good idea. But I think now in society, we get so, like, the whole sex ed curriculum in Ontario debate. Remember that? Oh, my God. A yeah. year ago? Yeah. Like, or two years ago, maybe? That was before everybody liked Doug Ford. Right. <laughs> but when you take that education element out of it, this is what kids are resorting to for their education. It's hard for people, I think, like us, with, like, our age that have kids... Yeah. Because we didn't have access to internet at that age to learn. We had to learn through like talking to our friends and stuff like that, which in my opinion is a bit better well, sure, than but... going to Pornhub and being like, how do you have sex and seeing what you see? And I don't know about your sex ed in BC, but my grade five was much more about adolescence and like your puberty, puberty. than it was about sex. I don't remember sex ed. Oh, I do. <laughs> really? I do not remember sex ed at all. I don't remember. You probably didn't go. Let's be honest. But I didn't start skipping until like grade 10, <laughs> 11, grade 10, 11. 
did you, maybe you didn't go. I don't remember putting the condom on the banana. I don't really? remember anything like that. You don't, but that's how unmemorable it was. Yeah, okay. Which is a problem. Yeah. Kids should remember sex ed. But do you remember taking that permission slip home to your parents? That was so no. upsetting for me. I remember I was like, put it on the kitchen counter and ran it to my room. Because, you know, at that age, yeah. what are you in grade five, 10? And I'm like, here, I have to like, and my mom signed it and she didn't give it back to me. She put it in my bag. She didn't want to give it to me any more right. than I wanted to give it to her. I don't remember, but... I guarantee it. I probably forged my mom's name. <laughs> well, because the, there was a certain point where I knew how to do it exactly, and she'd be like, "Just sign it for me." Well, and as adults now, you realize your teacher would have never questioned it or known the difference. The teacher doesn't care if there's a scribble, but we were so afraid as kids that they would know we're forging right. it. I wish I just forged it, but you know, I'm sure my mom was happy to send me because she never had the talk with me. And right. it's weird because now, you know, my mom and I are best friends. We will talk about sex, not details, but like, you know, I'm not afraid to say. The yeah. word in front of her but she never had the talk with me and i and i wish she did actually because well like what to talk about though that's yeah. the thing like put yourself in your mom's position now you yeah. are her age now that she was back oh shut up that hurts. how are you gonna how are you gonna approach that topic it's and like true. what are you going to talk about sex has such a broad range now it's so true. what are you going to talk about sexual identity are you going to uh, talk about yeah. consent are you going to talk about the actual action of or You're right or and I don't you know, know. You don't want to corrupt your little baby angel before they need to be. So, right. yeah, I get I guess. I take that It's got to be really, really tough. I don't even remember talking about sex with my parents. And my mom's an ER nurse who doesn't give two yeah. fucks. Maybe you blocked it out. But it wasn't until <laughs> I got my very first serious boyfriend when I was 15, 16. And she was like, immediately, no talk, though, was just like, you're going on birth control. Okay. There was no talk about sex because at the time I wasn't having sex. So I was like, oh, mom, that's so weird. No, that was the age when guys. But she knew that it was going to happen. Okay. Yeah. No. What, how old were you? 16? 15, 16. Yeah. So you, there was no sex. That was just guys being like, oh, I have to or else I got blue balls. And yeah, no. It really hurts. My, <laughs> first boyfriend, my first boyfriend was such a delight. He was a sweet, sweet man. Oh, was he? Yeah. And what was his name? Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Well, Kevin's taking your place now, bitch. <laughs> Daniel with the wife and kids. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to you, Cheers Daniel. Cheers to Daniel. <laughs> Thank Bye. you for taking my virginity in a respectful way. <laughs>